This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Colossians. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long and yet you've not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. What was he saying? Well, he's saying, listen, when you look at me, when you look at my life, when you see how I live and what I do and how I think and how I feel, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I am the exact physical manifestation of he who is invisible. God in Christ revealed himself. He's the express image of the person of God the Father. God created us to be in His image, but we all know that God is spirit. So how in the world can we know what He is like? How can our image be like Him? Today, Pastor Robert will teach us that Jesus told Philip that to see God, you must see Jesus. He said that Jesus is the representation or image of God. So if you want to see God, walk daily with Jesus. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. I was intimidated by my father-in-law and and really didn't, didn't get to know either one of them. Um, that week, the busyness of everything with the wedding. And, and so we're, we make our first trip to Denmark after we've been married, I, I guess about a year. And, and I was scared to death. You, you know what I mean? Scared to death. We stayed with her sister for a little while in Copenhagen, and then we traveled the, the six hours to where her mother and father lived in, in their home. And I remember the first night they, they made a nice dinner and we shared a nice meal together. And then afterward, Elizabeth and her dad were sitting in chairs there in, in the living room and her mom and I were seated on the sofa talking about you know ministry and missions at the time you know I was here as a missionary and so was Elizabeth and we were talking about that and, and her mom and dad were not believers I, I didn't know how to read either one of them you, you know still in that place where I don't know these people I don't really know how to read them but her mom her mom asked me the most profound question we're, we're sitting there on the sofa after dinner, and, and, and she said, you know, there's just one thing that I really don't, I, I just really don't get. I, I don't quite understand. It, it, one thing that troubles me about Christianity, why would God become a man? Why would he do that? And, and I remember thinking, that's a, that's a great question, actually. That is a great question. Why would God become a man? I mean, think about it with me for just a second. Would you become a mouse if you could? No, why would I do that? Why would God, the infinite, omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent creator, why would he become a man? Why would he do that? We'll get back to that. Right now, three thoughts that I want to talk about concerning this passage. Three thoughts. And and, and please understand, there is so much depth in this passage of Scripture that there's there's no way we're going to mine the depths of what's written in this 
little paragraph here. There's no way. I encourage you to take some time and really dig into this later when, when you're able to. But right now, three things. Number one, what does it mean that Jesus is the image of the invisible God? What does that mean? I mean, if it's invisible, you can't see it. It has no image, right? If, if, he's, if he's invisible, does he have an image? Well, apparently he does. What is this talking about? What does he mean? I think Hebrews chapter 1 gives us a little bit of understanding, a little bit of insight. It says, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, God who at various times and in various ways spoke in time past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by His Son, whom He has appointed heir of all things, through whom also He made the worlds, who being the brightness of His glory, and listen, the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power when he had by himself purged our sins sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high the express image of his person that's jesus the express image of god's person you know listen some of you are still you're looking at me like i'm a martian well philip followed jesus around for three years and he didn't understand it do you remember the story in John chapter 14? Jesus was teaching them, and at one point he said to them, if you had known me, you would have known my father also. John 14, 7. If you'd known me, you would have known my father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. And Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father, and it's sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long, and yet you've not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. What was he saying? Well, he's saying, listen, when you look at me, when you look at my life, when you see how I live and what I do and how I think and how I feel, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I am the exact physical manifestation of he who is invisible. God in Christ revealed himself. He's the express image of the person of God the Father. And so when, as you read through the Gospels, this is so important. Because many of us have grown up believing that God the Son, well, he's, he's the good, compassionate, gentle, loving one. And God the Father, well, He's the tyrant who governs the nations with a rod of iron, who pours out His wrath on people who disagree with Him. And no, 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 that's so inaccurate. It's such a misunderstanding. And we need to realize that, that God the Father is revealed in God the Son. When Jesus went into the temple and made the whips, think about that. It took, a, it took a few minutes to make a whip. Do you understand? He spent, who knows, a good 5, 10, 15 minutes, maybe a half an hour making a whip so that he could drive those people out of the temple. And he did it, most Bible scholars believe, not once but twice. Two different occasions where he went in and the money changers were there and they were there and they were ripping people off. They were basically set up a market in the temple and he went in and didn't just teach. He didn't just politely ask. You know, this is just, this is really not, not right. This, this is really not what this was intended. Would you mind leaving? No, he made a whip and drove them out. The wrath of God being manifest out of a heart of love. What he said, it is written, my house shall be called a house of prayer. You've made it into a den for thieves. Get out. It's a heart of love for his children, a heart of compassion toward the sheep 
driving the wolves away by force. Can you see that? The love, the compassion, the gentleness toward the defenseless ones, and the power and the majesty and the wrath of Almighty God Himself toward the wolves. It's what you see in the Old Testament. It's just often been misrepresented and misunderstood. No, no, no. He, he's the image. He's the express image of God's person. Number two, the second thing I want you to notice, that He's our Creator. He's our Creator. Why is that important? Well, listen, it tells us, by Him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. You know, so many of the cult groups teach us either that, that Jesus and Lucifer are the same being or that they're brothers. You know, the Mormons, the Jehovah's Witnesses have, they have twisted views of who Jesus is. The Jesus that they lift up is not the historical, biblical Jesus. This is the historical Jesus Christ. This is the historical Son of God. By Him all things were created. All things. All things. Whether visible or invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or principalities or, or powers. Addressing that spiritual hierarchy from, from Satan to the lowliest demon. From the devil himself to, to the most insignificant demonic entity. They're all created beings. And, and what this Bible is telling us is that Jesus himself is their creator. All things were created through him and for him. Now again, that's one of those, you mean you're saying that the devil and the demonic were actually created for Jesus? Yes, but that's another teaching for another day. Okay, we don't have time to go there. But this is telling us that all things, you, me, the angels, everything created by him, and listen, for him, for him. So many of us as human beings and our, our very culture today teaches us that you should just do whatever feels good to you. And, and if you don't do it for yourself, nobody's going to do it for you. If you don't make it happen for yourself, nobody's going to make it happen for you. I mean, it's, it's really all about you pleasing yourself and what's most convenient and comfortable and works out best for you. We see it in business where people have no problem at all cheating other people because whatever's best for me is what's best. And if you put yourself in a position of paying the price for my gain... Well, lucky me, poor you. And it's, it's a perverted culture that's completely out of sync with the reality of God's creation. Because the Bible says, you were not created. You were not designed to indulge yourself. You were designed by your creator to serve him. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so excited. God has been doing some amazing things with Main Thing Radio. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We are so thankful to God for what He is doing. And we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's word all over the world. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station comes at a cost. We purchase time on this radio station and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask you to prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open up more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Now here's Tracy with some more information about the Main Thing Radio podcast. Life these days moves fast. 
From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.